Good evening, and welcome to the Tea with Nick podcast, where I sip tea and I talk about sports. I like to just really give you the rundown of the score. So basically, you know, the ESPN ticker, giving you scores, giving you top stories. That's what I aim to bring you in a podcast for fashion so that you can listen on the go. Whatever you're doing, you can just listen. You can catch up. You can be up to speed on the biggest news in sports. So tonight we're going to start off with the NBA scores and maybe some top headlines. So let's go on and start getting into it. Tonight we have... For the first game, Philadelphia 76ers versus the Charlotte Hornets. Philadelphia gets to win 128-114. to 114. 76ers shoot 50 of 87 from the field goal range and 16 of 33 from the three-point range. So good job for the 76ers. Atlanta Hawks versus Toronto Raptors. Raptors are going to get that win 106-90. to 90. Raptors win their fifth straight game. So they are warming up. Uh, Miami Heat versus Washington Wizards. This game actually went into overtime, and the Wizards get the win, 117 to 113. Wizards go 14 and 24, 58.3% from the three-point range. Oh my God! On to the next one: Rockets versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Rockets are going to get that win, 122 to 112. The Rockets win their 16th straight game. They are really just crushing it right now they really are on to the next game denver nuggets versus the dallas mavericks the mavericks win it 108 to 107 so that is a very close game excuse me so <laughs> nuggets uh slipped to the ninth in the west standings going on to the next game we have new york knicks versus the portland trailblazers the trailblazers just dominate they've been actually doing pretty well as of late but they actually just dominate this game 111 to 87 lillard scores 37 points 8 of 11 from the three-point range brooklyn nets versus the golden state warriors golden state gets the win 114 to 101 warriors go on a 25 to 0 first quarter run Oh my god, a monster opening for the Golden State Warriors. New Orleans Pelicans versus the LA Clippers will finish up the night. This one just actually just ended uh, for me when I'm film recording this, not filming it. Uh, and the Pelicans get the win 121 to 116. Pelicans win their ninth straight game. So uh, let's see what's going on in the top top news. Uh, let's see. Curry gets, I think, 34 tonight, so that's pretty dominant for him. Uh, let's see. Da, da, da. I really like dominant. I've been saying dominant just a lot lately. I don't, I don't know what's going on with dominant for me, but um, let's see what's going on. Yes, so Steph Curry had a monster game, uh, 34 points. Uh, let's see. So 34 points. Uh, one offensive rebound, five defensive rebounds, so six total rebounds there. He had four assists, so he got just he didn't get a triple double or a double double anything like that, but he did score a lot of points. Uh, let's see if there's any other top top headlines here for the NBA before we move on. Let us see. I don't think there is anything going on that really needs to be talked about. So what I like to do is I like to bring you big headlines, but important headlines. I don't like to talk all these uh, nonsensical. Yeah, we're going to go with nonsensical uh, 
headlines, but we will sum up the night with just who dominated in points, who dominated in rebounds, who dominated in assists, blocks, steals. So we're gonna we'll go through this. I actually like this. So for points, uh, for the top five leaders in points for Tuesday, Anthony Davis scores 41. Damian Lillard scores 37. Steph Curry scores 34. West, Russell 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 Westbrook scores 32, and Bradley Bill scores scores 30. For rebounds, DeAndre Jordan gets 20 rebounds. Ed Davis 14. Nerlens Noel. Why, why am I saying Joe? Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, Nerlens Noel scores 14, or no, not scores. Uh, pulls uh, 14 rebounds. Anthony Davis gets 13, and Markeith Morris gets 13 as well. Out of assists, Drew Holiday gets 17, Ben Simmons 13, James Harden 11, Dennis Smith Jr. 11, and Lou Williams it also gets 11. So a lot of 11 assists there tonight. Um, these players actually all top five players for blocks. Uh, they all tied for first place here. Anthony Davis gets three. Dwayne Dedman gets three, Dwight Howard gets three, Kyle O'Quinn gets three, and Omeka Okafor uh, gets three steals. We're going to go first place James Harden with four, then Steven Adams with three, Trevor Ariza with three, Steph Curry with three, and Anthony Davis with three. So Anthony Davis just went off today. Uh, Three-pointers made, Damian Lillard eight, Bradley Bill six, Steph Curry six, Yogi Ferrell six, and Robert Covington five. Free throws made, and this is going to finish up the final stats here. Free throws made, DeMar DeRozan gets 12, Damian Lillard 9, Jonas Valachunas 7, Lou Williams 7, and James Harden 6. So let us move on to the NHL. Uh, tonight we have Detroit versus Boston opening up the slate. Uh, Boston gets the win 6-5 to five in overtime. New Jersey Devils versus Montreal. Uh, New Jersey gets the win 6-4. to four. Winnipeg versus New York Rangers. Winnipeg just comes in there, shuts it down. 3-0 win for Winnipeg. Uh, what is the next game on the slate? Tampa Bay versus Florida. Uh, wow. Tampa Bay versus Florida. Tampa Bay gets a win in overtime, so that, that had to be an exciting game for everyone out there. 5-4. Uh, I did miss a game, sorry. Vegas Golden Knights versus Columbus. Columbus gets the win, four to one. Uh, going on, Nashville versus Dallas. Nashville gets the two to zero win. Minnesota beats Carolina, six to two. Chicago versus Colorado. Chicago gets the win in overtime, two to one. And Anaheim versus Washington will do it for the final, and that is four to zero. Uh, so let's see what's going on in the headline news. Uh, let's hang rounding into familiar form for the Penguins. So after neck surgery, I'm going to read this article uh, here. So after neck surgery 11 months ago, defenseman reclaiming significant role for the two-line defending cup champion. So this is a, a, a article written by Wes Crosby uh, on NHL.com. Chris Letang rode back from neck surgery uh, on April 13, 2017. Has not been easy. It began with Pittsburgh Penguins defenseman recovery during the offseason, which went as well as it could be as well as could be expected, and is still ongoing as the Penguins enter their Wednesday night rivalry against the Philadelphia Flyers. On Wednesday, the Penguins and are the second in the Metropolitan 
Metropolitan Division one point ahead of the Flyers and one behind the Capitals. But the difficulties really began when Latang, who's 30 years old, met with coach Mike Sullivan before training camp in early September. It was hard for Latang to hear Sullivan say the Penguins didn't expect him to play to the standard he set through his first 11 NHL seasons. In fact, Latang didn't believe him. Then the regular season began. When you're fit, conditioning-wise, you think it's going to be all right. Uh, and this is Latang here quoting, but it was not, Latang said. A hockey game, back-to-back games, travel, it adds up, and it was hard. And it was a long time without playing, without training. I didn't believe Sullivan at first, but it made sense. The points were there. For the most part, Latang, one of the top offensive defensemen in the league, has 40 points in 64 games after he had 34, uh, 5 goals, 29 assists, and 41 uh, games last season, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read this whole entire article, but we will um, kind of come down. So uh, eventually, Latang's season began to turn around. So he he had a rough start in the beginning. Uh, eventually, his season started to turn around. He had seven points, two goals, five assists in five game point streak, February 13th through the 23rd. After scoring three goals in his first 54 games, he has three in the past 10. More importantly, those lapses have become less prevalent. They still come, but when they do, Latang usually makes up for it. Take Pittsburgh's 4-3 overtime win against the Calgary Flames on Monday. Latang couldn't stop Backlund from dragging the puck around him and scoring to tie the game 2-2 midway through the first period. Later, Latang took a pass from center Malkin, cruised into the Calgary zone and snapped a shot off goaltender John Gillies, or Gillies, I can't remember how to say his name, shoulder in to give Pittsburgh the 3-2 lead at 17:01 of the second. Penguin center Sidney Crosby thought that goal was indicative of how Latang had rebound. He plays a lot of minutes and joins the rush like he did on the goal last night, Crosby said. He controls the puck and a lot of lot and kind of controls the momentum and the pace of the game out there sometimes with the way he plays he's big part of our team on both sides of the puck he's been playing great hockey for us so that's what Crosby said about his performance even with that compliment Latang isn't satisfied but it's getting better I'm starting to play a little bit better Latang said and hopefully I'm going to hit my best strides when we get into the playoffs so we're going to move on to MLS tonight um, I don't believe there was a ton of MLS soccer tonight, uh, but there was. Um, and this actually wasn't even, of course, part of uh, part of the uh, regular season. But New York Red Bulls did play Club Tijuana, um, and Red Bulls get it two to zero. Get the win two to zero though. So um, really good out of there. Um, see if there's any um goodness goodness i'm looking to see if there's any interesting articles um and oh yeah by the way if, if you were um carries that game between new york and club tijuana that was a ccl road uh, road game uh injury report we'll go ahead and read this injury report so i'll break down this is uh, i won't break down hmm. you know what yeah we'll go ahead and read these out so the injury report is compiled on an ongoing basis by MLSsoccer.com. So for Atlanta United FC, out is Barco. 
he is a right got has a right quad strain that he got on 228 and he's out for four to six weeks out for Atlanta as well is John Gallagher he's got an ankle injury and Gonzalez he's got a hip injury Chicago Fire have uh, Mia Halivik uh, I'm really bad with names there, but he has he had right ACL injury and he's out six to eight months. Um, he had that surgery around 11 to 17, so he's been out a while. Um, Luu, uh, Michael Delu, surgery 11 9 17, out six to eight months. Jonathan Campbell, out uh, left fracture 221, out six weeks. So that is for the Chicago Fire. Uh, Colorado Rapids have none. And I won't go ahead and read these really old injuries. Of course, if you follow the team, you probably already know about those old injuries. Um, but I will go ahead and just go through and read the newer injuries. So FC Dallas Acosta gets a sports hernia surgery on 222, and he's out six to eight weeks. Um, anything else we have on Montreal? We have Diallo. He gets a ruptured Achilles tendon, 227. Ouch, that's not fun. He's out five to six months. Um, anything else popping off on the injury reports? That's kind of a newer injury. Uh, Jordan Morris gets a torn ACL. He plays for Seattle. Uh, he's out for the season. He suffered that on 222. Mm, and that looks like all the kind of new injuries. Uh, sorry if I missed any there, um, but I don't want to sit there and read all those old injuries. That doesn't make for a very interesting podcast does it so we're gonna go ahead and move on to the overwatch league so let us see what's going on in the overwatch league actually i didn't even think about that the next game so stage two week three is going to be kicking off um wednesday march 7th so tomorrow uh that will be kicking off and we have seoul versus shanghai san francisco versus dallas los angeles valiant versus los angeles Gladiators. Let's go ahead and take a look at the standings for Overwatch League just so we can uh, cover something about the league since it does not start uh, till tomorrow. So I will go ahead and just read this off here. So New York uh, is in first place. Seoul is in second. London is in third. Fourth is Los Angeles Valiant. Fifth is Houston Outlaws. 6 is Philadelphia Fusion, 7 is Boston, 8 is Los Angeles Gladiators, 9 is Dallas, 10 is San Francisco, 11 is Florida, and 12, you got a feel for Shanghai, they are zero, uh, 0 wins there, and they are in last place with 12. I did see an article that they have let go, either he stepped down or they have fired, I don't know, they didn't specify, but they did, um, their manager will be uh, managing them one more week and then the assistant manager will take over in the interim of them finding a new manager so obviously there's a lot of problems going on over in shanghai zero zero wins is really bad um, i mean and florida is not doing much better with one win uh, san francisco is the 10th place team they have at least four wins so they're not doing too great either uh, being in 10th place but at least they have a few wins on the table we're going to go ahead and hit the non-current team or not current teams the teams oh my goodness we're gonna hit the sports we're gonna hit the sports organizations that are not currently in regular season we'll start with mlb mlb's in spring training right now um kind of in the fashion that i read each article 
uh, or each score for all the other leagues. I will do that for MLB in regular season, um, but I'm not going to do that for spring season. There's just a lot of games going on in uh, spring season, spring training, and um, we won't do that. But we, I'll, I like to pop over to MLB.com and see if there is any top headlines to bring you for the day. Um, let's see. So do do do. Um, d- uh, you Darvish has a strong spring debut. You uh, Darvish strikes out four batters while allowing one run and no hits over two innings in the spring. So that's that's a good uh, start for You Darvish. Um, goodness, two innings in his spring training debut. Sorry, I didn't really finish that sentence before I uh, wanted to congratulate him. But no, that's a that's a strong start for him there. Um, Let's see. Anything else? It doesn't look like there's too much popping off in the spring league. I mean, that is to be expected. I'll give you the top three teams of each league. So out of the American League, the top three teams being the New York Yankees, Houston, and Boston. And out of the National League, Chicago Cubs, Milwaukee, and Miami. Those are the top three teams out of the National League. You know what? Just for whatever, um, if you want to look, the Grapefruit League, New York Yankees, Houston, and Boston are um, the top teams there. And the Cactus League is Chicago, Kansas, and Milwaukee. Those are the top teams there. Uh, in the standings, like I said, when we get to the regular season of baseball, a lot more news will be uh, brought to you. So I will, I will cover it a lot more than I am right now. Um, we'll head on over to the other league in postseason right now, and that would be the NFL. Let us see what is going on in the NFL. If there's anything interesting going on, here's an article. Uh, that one doesn't seem that interesting. You know what? We'll read, we'll read this, and then we'll probably get off of, um, uh, you know what? That's not an article. That's a video. Kind of hard to bring. I guess I could describe the video to you, but uh, we'll not do that. I'll save you the the um, the pain of me describing a video to you. So um, I don't think there's actually anything going on in the NFL. We're gonna go ahead and pop on over to a few different news sites for for sports, and we'll see if anything is um, going on. And if not, we will just keep it moving and end the podcast on a short note so or short night so um i'm on espn.com right now uh checking out the checking out the news for you and uh gonzaga dominates byu likely ending cougars in the ncaa uh tournament chances so that if you're into college basketball i'm actually not a huge fan of college basketball maybe because i really just i don't have time with all the other sports that i follow or i and also i just i really i don't like the ncaa um but i have already ranted about the ncaa in in another podcast so i will i will save you guys the torture of that uh in other news, soccer, Madrid, Real Madrid, or Real Madrid beats PSG 2-1. to one. So uh, I don't know if you guys listen to the past podcast or just know the news, but uh, re- uh, not Real Madrid, PSG, Neymar, 
Neymar is an amazing player. He goes down with an injury um, and is not able to play that game. I know that they were they were really crushed by that. So it's good to see that PSG was at least to kind of be able to stay in the game, get that one point. P- PSG is a great team, but without Neymar, that really hurts the team. Um, so unfortunately, they got the loss, but at least it wasn't a blowout. They were able to contend. Two to one is definitely not a bad performance by any means. Um, so let's go ahead... And we're going to start wrapping this podcast up. We are almost almost done. You're almost done listening to my horrible voice. Uh, so let's see if there's anything kind of more in the European cir- circuit of sports um, that seems interesting. Um, let's see. Nothing much. See, I like to cover the Premier League too, but also obviously not too much Premier League going on today. Um, I don't see anything. Uh, nope. I don't think. No big headlines out of England and and whatnot. Let's go ahead and check out. We'll go ahead and we're going to probably go ahead and end the podcast now. I won't bring you cricket news, so I will save you the pain of that. (laughs) Sorry if you're into cricket. Um, I've tried to get into it. I just, I can't, I can't do it. Um, but we will go ahead and end the podcast here. We're already 20 minutes. That's way longer than I really wanted it to go. Uh, but uh, guys, have a good night. Or whatever time you're listening to it, just make that time good. Talk to you guys later.